What is a terrorist? And what is the most dangerous development going on in America today? All that plus this week in wokeism coming up on I'm Right. Who commits all the murders in a tyranny? You do any reading? Do you look up on history at all? All the tyrannies of the past? I mean, it's easy to, to talk about body counts, right? Everyone has body counts. Hitler killed this many people, and Stalin this many people, and Mao, all these other things. It's easy to throw body counts out there, and those are important. We understand that, but who actually pulls the trigger? Who's doing the murdering? You look into that at all? Hitler wasn't out there shooting people. Neither was Mao, although Mao was a sick freak who liked to watch torture sessions. He didn't participate in them. Stalin wasn't killing people after he took power. Sat at home, ate steak. You know who is doing all that murdering and violating of people's rights? The state police apparatus in every tyrannical regime in history. Ivan the Terrible. I believe they were called the Oprich Nicky. Had his own state police. You name it. The historical tyrants who murdered their own people, they used their own state police to do so. The state police departments, if that's what you want to call them, apparatus, they are something you, as a free citizen, should always keep your eyes on. Because no matter their state right now, if there's ever real, real, real ugliness from the federal government, those are going to be the guys you have to watch out for. Yeah, I am going to bring up the FBI. Because what is a terrorist? I mean, 10 years ago, even, that would have been very easy for you to describe, right? What's a terrorist? Okay, okay, somebody who's going to try to make a political point using fear, oftentimes killing innocent people. It's these, these are what we define as terrorists, whatever they're... But what if instead of the rules and changing this, what if, what if your country decided to change what it means to be a terrorist? And what if the people changing that definition of terrorism, what if they were changing the definition of terrorism with a goal in mind? What if their goal is to make you a terrorist? Could they do it? How hard would it be for them to do it? I have bad news for you. They're already doing it. This is the most frightening testimony I've heard in a long time from anybody before Congress. Hardly anyone is talking about it because people don't see what's happening. Here's FBI Director Ray. Over the last year and a half, the FBI has pushed even more resources to our domestic terrorism investigations. Since the spring of 2020, so the past 16, 18 months or so, we've more than doubled our domestic terrorism caseload from about a thousand to around 2,700 investigations. And we've surged personnel to match, more than doubling the number of people working that threat from a year before. Are you scared? You should be. He goes on, of course, to describe it as, you know, white supremacy and things like that. We've surged the number of agents. We've doubled the caseload. 
Now, let me ask you something, and I want you to answer honestly, not what you want to believe, what the truth is. Do you believe during the last year and a half, 18 months as he describes it, do you believe Christopher Wray and the FBI have discovered new cases of, of domestic terrorism? Or do you believe they've simply expanded the definition of what it means to be a domestic terrorist with the goal of making the people on the right, the people who disagree with the disgusting communists who run this country, domestic terrorists? I've asked this question before. I will ask it again when you consider the left-wing nutjobs who run every single cultural institution. Think about them for a moment. Do you have them in mind? Do you have them in your head? Now, I want you to think about your telephone, your cell phone. I want you to think about the last 20 text messages you sent. Go look at them right now if you'd like. The last 20 Facebook posts, private messages on social media. Do you think any of the left-wing loons who run this company, country would consider you to be a potential domestic terrorist because of those? If you say no, I would say you really, really, really do not understand what time it is. They're out for you. They are. They're going to do everything within their power to legally classify you as a domestic terrorist so they can aim the full force of the federal government against you. I mean, we don't even talk enough anymore about the Federal Bureau of Investigation under then-President Barack Obama falsifying evidence, lying, so they can go to the FISA court and spy on the political opponent of the president of the United States. If I were to tell you that happened in Russia, you would say, Putin is such a monster. What an autocrat. That happened right here. Thank God for Senator Rand Paul. He used the opportunity to bring that up to Ray. Do you think it's appropriate that we use FISA court warrants to investigate presidential campaigns? Uh, what I do think is appropriate is that we use FISA warrants to investigate counterintelligence threats uh, to the United States as long as it's done in consistent with the minimization and querying procedures that are carefully approved. You don't by think the there FISA. was any problem with this investigation with the crossfire hurricane? You think it was all completely appropriate? Nobody in the in the chain of command was biased and it just occurred because they were curious? We just convicted, they just indicted one of the Clinton lawyers yesterday for lying to you guys. You guys took it hook, line, and sinker and said, oh, well, we'll just investigate a major presidential candidate. Of course there's a huge problem. Thank God for Senator Rand Paul. And that's the thing. I love the line of questioning. Christopher Wray, the head of the FBI, doesn't look at that horrendous abuse of federal police powers and says to himself, ooh, we screwed up there. He looks and thinks, ah, no big deal. I remember when he was asked about it several times under Donald Trump, Donald Trump who appointed him, I might add, he was asked several times about it, and he flat out said, it's my job to protect who? The American people? Civil rights? The Constitution? Nope. Said, my job to protect the FBI. The system only exists to protect the system and further the system's goals. And I know you're thinking, Jesse, I, I, they don't consider me a terrorist. You're crazy. They're on TV every day calling you a terrorist. Until we start speaking in the language of what is in front of us, 
however alarming it may sound like, however dangerous it may be, I don't think we're doing justice to the point. And I think that means calling Donald Trump what he is. He's a terrorist. Donald Trump is a terrorist. They think he's a terrorist. They think you're a terrorist too. Oh, look, all the celebrities get in the game. And remember, celebrity opinions matter. They do matter. They shouldn't. You don't want them to. I don't want them to, but they do. Cher came out and said, quote, like Hitler destroyed Germany from within, so will GOP destroy democracy and America from within. Oh, and by the way, it's time to do some This Week in Wokeism while we're on the subject of all this. Where are you spending your money? Are you being more purposeful with where you spend and don't spend your money? No judgment here. I've made a million mistakes when it comes to that myself. I'm trying to be better every single day. But where are you spending your money? When's the last time you bought Ben & Jerry's? They got a new flavor out there. I think you'll really appreciate this. The flavor is called Change is Brewing, and the proceeds of that ice cream will support the defund the police movement supplementing Cori Bush's $10 billion anti-police bill that will replace cops with social workers. Oh, and where are you sending your kids to college? Are you sending them to, you're all my mater? Because I got a sweatshirt and a degree from there. Are you? Are you sending them to Point Park University? They just sent an email to students saying action can be taken if students don't respect someone's preferred pronoun, pronouns. The university also linked to a guide that suggested changing the terms boyfriend and girlfriend to partner and ladies and gentlemen to students and guests. You think that's bad? You ever hear about that story about Stalin photoshopping somebody out of a picture? Stalin had a picture with somebody, they're out on a boat on the water, and then of course Stalin had him shot in the head, and then he just had the picture remade, only they deleted the guy, and then it was just Stalin standing there by himself. That can never happen here, Jesse. Okay. Um, Canada, they are <clears throat> removing photos of alumni in one school because uh, they're trying to show, and I quote, a more diverse and inclusive vision of engineering. And in case you think this is only in universities, this is only in Canada, you are way, way, way mistaken. Here is a sixth grade teacher. So I just came out to my students. I've been wanting to do this for the past two years. Sorry, I'm like so emotional. Um, and I just haven't had the courage to do it out of fear of just judgment, mostly from their parents. But I had these kids in fourth grade and now I have them in sixth and I'm sending them to middle school and I love these kids so much and I trust them and they make me feel safe and I know they love me and just felt right and I, I did it and it was so beautiful. What'd you learn in school today, Timmy? Oh, dad, it was great. We learned two plus two equals four. Learned a little bit of American history and my teacher likes chicks. What a day in school, dad. These people are sick. These people are sick. And the thing is, what makes these people so unique is 
they want to pass their sickness on to your kids. Like, I have kids, and I know you're going to find this shocking, but I actually have flaws, like big ones, things about me that are really, really not good. One of my biggest worries in life is passing those on to my sons. I don't want to pass those on to my sons. I want my sons to be a lot better than I am. These people, they don't think in those terms. They think about all they are and every miserable thing about them and say, how can I make sure every child is just like me? That's it for this week in wokeism and all that may have made you uncomfortable, but I'm right. We got a great show for you tonight. Buckle up, AWR Hawkins is bringing it tonight. Make sure you stick around for the light and the mood. It's gonna make you laugh and shake your head. It's gonna be wonderful. It's just, it's a packed show for you, but first. You ever think about flipping houses? I thought about it a lot. And people think about it, they watch the TV shows about it, and they think to themselves, I'd love to, I just don't know where to begin. I don't know what to do. I'm about to make it easy for you, you ready? FlippingMadeEasy.com. They spoon feed everything to you. Flipping opportunities near you, they're right there. Oh, but Jesse, I wouldn't even know. Uh, uh, how do I even get a hold of a vendor? I don't know how to do drywall. Oh, well, well, that's on there too. Articles from experts on things to look for, things to do. FlippingMadeEasy.com. They're handing it all to you right there. And there's a special offer for you right now. If you go to FlippingMadeEasy.com and use the promo code JESSE, you get an extra something special when you go. You've been thinking about it? Go sign up. Get a platinum membership, FlippingMadeEasy.com. Go enjoy yourself. It's fun and it's profitable. We'll be back. It is something to watch how many people will lie through their teeth these days. And it's not, it's not that human beings lying is some new phenomenon, right? That's how we're made. It's, it's just a fallen part of our nature. Human, human beings lie. What's amazing now is the lies come from the highest levels of society, breathlessly, without a second thought. You'll see Joe Biden step up to the microphone and just lie through, easily verifiable lies, just lie through his teeth. Dr. Fauci may be the king of this. You know, he's a doctor, right? He led us through the pandemic. Here's Dr. Fauci telling an outright, easily verifiable lie. Listen to this. We're almost overrun. I mean, we have a lot of children in hospitals now. So even though relatively speaking, compared to an adult, they do not get as seriously ill. We have lost more children from SARS-CoV-2 than we ever lose for influenza. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? I I would have swore he just said we lose more people to COVID, more kids to COVID than we did flu. Because, I mean, I have numbers. I, I, while I'm not the biggest Dr. Fauci fan in the world, I'm almost positive he can read. I mean, he, we do think he can read, right? What if he can't read? Because here we go. For your reference, there have been 40, 439 deaths with COVID. Again, with COVID, not from COVID, in children ages 0 to 17 since the pandemic began 20 months ago. In comparison, the past 10 years, we've had some flu seasons that killed far more than that number of children. What 
is Dr. Fauci doing here then? I mean, again, these are numbers. This is hard data. These are numbers. Why is he lying? Why are so many of them lying? Have you asked yourself that? Have you taken a moment, no matter your stance on COVID and vaccines and lockdown, have you taken a moment and asked yourself why so many lies are thrown around now? I mean, if I was a thinking person, I might be a little suspicious. And let's, let's not forget where all this is going and what we've done to a society. What have I been telling you? What have I been telling you about how dangerous the language is and where it's going? What have I been telling you about Joe Biden's language that this is the pandemic of the unvaccinated? The pandemic of the unvaccinated and how after he said it, it started to spread around the world. They say it in Australia now, it just spread everywhere. A pandemic of the unvaccinated. And what did I tell you? What did I tell you about where that would go? You're creating a separate lower class of people in society And step number two is inevitably, inevitably deciding how do we punish them? I mean, they're the separate lower class. They are, after all, they're responsible for everything. Remember, it's the pandemic of the unvaccinated. It's their fault. What do we do to them now? It's how it's always worked. Here. So the pediatrician asks if me or my husband are going to get vaccinated against COVID-19. And I told her, no. And she says, not at all. Not planning on it. No, we're not. We're not doing it. She said, well, unfortunately, you can no longer have your kids as patients here. You need to find a new doctor. And this has been my kid's doctor for the last nine years. And just like that, they're just, we're cutting ties. Who told you this is coming? Pandemic of the unvaccinated. And look, this sickness... It's bled down into families. Uh, the most heartbreaking emails I get, some of the most heartbreaking emails I get are emails. I just got one last week. Jesse, my brother won't let me come see my newborn nephew and my godson because I'm not vaccinated. I'm not allowed to ever see him. Just this thing has turned people into monsters. There's a new poll out right here. Half of the vaccinated Americans are hesitant to spend holidays with their unvaccinated family and friends. 67% of vaccinated respondents said they'd be uncomfortable attending events with unvaccinated people. And 42% of those vaccinated say they've already canceled events that put them around unvaccinated people. What a disgusting, despicable thing we have done in this country. And the level of fear we have put in people and fear, to, fear is what turns people into, into monsters. Remember that. It's always the fear that gets them. Sad, sad state of affairs around here. All right. We still got a bunch more show for you. But first, do you own a home? If you own a home, your home title is online. I can't stress that enough. It's not a piece of paper in a bank. Your home title is online. It can be hacked. If they hack it, They're going to steal it. They're going to take out a loan or several against your home, and they're going to bankrupt you and get you evicted. Go to HomeTitleLock.com right now and see if you're already a victim. It's free. It's free. It's a free offer they're doing right now. It's $100 value. Go put in your address. You'll be able to see if you're already a victim. While you're there, do what I did. Sign up. 
Make sure this can never happen to you. They'll detect any tampering and shut it down like that. HomeTitleLock.com. All right. We'll be back. Is the border more secure under your leadership than when you started? Uh, Congressman, the border is secure. We're executing our plan, and I've been very clear and unequivocal in that regard. Mr. Secretary, the question is, is the border more secure now under your leadership? Congressman, it is no less secure than it was previously. Now do you believe my sky is green theory? Joining me now to talk about that and much, much more is Hal Lambert. He's a Republican strategist, also former Ted Cruz National Finance Chair. Uh, Hal, this border doesn't look quite as secure as it was, but maybe my eyes are deceiving me. Yeah, I mean, Jesse, are you going to believe the commissioner or are you going to believe your lion eyes? I mean, yeah. it's really, it's unbelievable that these guys simply will never admit to a single mistake anywhere. They've done nothing wrong. They did nothing wrong in Afghanistan. Everything's beautiful on the border. It's secure. We have no problems. Uh, don't worry about the, you know, the head of Homeland Security that they just forced out of uh, out of his position, saying that there's people coming across the border that they have no idea who they are. Drugs are pouring across. Uh, it's a national security threat. Don't worry about that. No, it's perfectly secure. Oh, how are these lies effective? I mean, we, like you just pointed out, they're lying about everything, lying about Afghanistan, lying about the border, lying about everything because everything's a disaster and they're out there acting like it's all a success. Now, I'm aware that if you sit and watch uh, CNN all night long that you're an idiot and you don't have any idea what's going on. But for the bulk of the population, is this working you know, I'm afraid the bulk of the population doesn't watch or read any news. And so they're home watching Dancing with the Stars. Uh, they're, they're not certainly not reading any kind of newspaper. Uh, they're not uh, watching uh, local news, maybe a little bit. And maybe there's a little maybe there's 30 seconds of coverage on local news about this and they see some images. But basically, I think the, the problem is the bulk of the population isn't paying any attention. And that's that's the sad thing. And so, uh, you know, I've heard you say this before, but, you know, we get the government we deserve and we have a bunch of people that vote that have no idea what's going on. Okay, how do we fix that? How I I know. Look, I know you're out there doing as much as you possibly can to wake people up. Is it just uh, waking up your friends and family thing? How do we shake this society awake and make them see just how corrupt and rotted things are at the top? Yeah, it's tricky. I mean, you know, I think I think with the with the false narrative, as we all saw, which was that we were somehow, you know, our border patrol was riding on horses and and using whips on the Haitian uh, uh, people that were that were illegally coming into the country. Obviously, that wasn't true. But that got so much coverage that people that people that normally don't watch the news may go, wait, is there something going on at the border I should know about? So that may actually have have at least woken some people up that there is a problem down there. Um, but I think ultimately what's going to happen is as more and more of these people come in, uh, they're going to end up in all parts of the country. Uh, and, you know, it, I think it may happen after the fact that people realize, wait a minute, we have a new variant of the virus because we let in a million and a half people from around the world that have no vaccinations uh, and have uh, never been tested for COVID. And lo and behold, we end up with a new variant that's you know killing more Americans. I mean, ultimately, that kind of thing could cause people to wake up. But 
right now I, it, it, they they simply don't seem to care they don't seem to care and speaking of disease i'm glad you brought this up how we talked about it a little bit yesterday it's not just covid it's tuberculosis it's measles. We're already discovering these things in the people that are pouring inside the border and being released within the United States of America. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 and maybe other diseases. You know, I mean, there, there's a lot of disease out there uh, that we have eliminated from our society that when you let in this number of people from, from all parts of the world, uh, that it, it's very possible that this opens up uh, risks to a lot of us. And so, you know, I, I'm frustrated. I know you're frustrated. I wish Governor Abbott would put the National Guard in a huge way on the border. Uh, he's, I think, put a few troops down there. Um, but, you know, I, I guess the worry is, and I, and I actually remember uh, someone, one of my colleagues 20 years ago saying this to me, uh, and I think this is the view. It's like, well, what are you going to do if they just keep coming across the border? Are you going to shoot them? I mean, that's where you're, that, you know, obviously we don't want that to happen. But if, if 13 or 15,000 Haitian immigrants, many of them, you know, 25 year old males decide they're just gonna rush the border and we only have, you know, a 10th of that number trying to guard it, what are we gonna do? What will they do to stop people from just, you know, bum rushing and coming in saying we're coming in? Well, okay. Why hasn't he sent the people to the border? I mean, look, I'm not, to be totally frank, the, great, the biggest Greg Abbott fan in the world. I thought he was wretched on all the COVID stuff. Uh, but, I mean, he is a man in a re-election fight right now. If for no other reason than for political reasons, why aren't they down there? They, they really should be. And, and because I've talked to a, a number of senators, and, and one I'm not going to mention, I really pressed him on, okay, how can one person, Joe Biden, uh, make a decision that he's going to let... 10 million people or 12 million people just come into the country over the next few years and we can't do a single thing about it in Congress. I said, even if we took back Congress, what would you do to stop this? How could you stop it? There doesn't seem to be an answer out of Washington. So it's gonna have to come from the states. I think it's gonna have to require uh, Governor Abbott to step up in a much bigger way and simply say, Texas is closed. You are not coming through the state of Texas to get the United States. And putting all the and by the way, if he wanted to deputize a lot of citizens, if he needed more reinforcements, I guarantee you there's a lot of citizens that would go down to the border as well. So at some point, you know, we can't have what's happening uh, happen down there. I mean, you're talking about now people camped out, thousands of people. They're gonna not, they're gonna run out of water. They're running out of food. It's gonna become desperate. You're gonna see disease break out in these communities. It's, it's a major problem. And there's tens of thousands, evidently, more coming. And by the way, I didn't even realize this until recently. They're coming from Brazil. They're not even coming from Haiti. <laughs> a lot of these people have been living overseas, and they just realized, hey, U.S. is open. We're going up. Hal, I'm glad you brought up the horse whipping thing earlier. Allow me to play you a little video of our fearless vice president. <laughs> what I saw depicted about... Um, those individuals on horseback treating human beings the way they were is horrible and um, I fully support what is happening right now which is a thorough investigation into exactly what is going on there um, but human beings should never be treated that way and I'm deeply troubled about it the whole point is that we have to understand Haiti I mean talk about a country that has just experienced so much 
uh, tragedy that has been about natural disasters. And we really have to do a lot more to recognize that as a member of the Western Hemisphere, we've got to support some very basic needs that the people of Haiti have to get back up. Hal, I, I, you know, setting all the mumbo jumbo aside, I have to tell you, man, I know it's a sickness in me. I do enjoy watching Kamala Harris try to have genuine human emotions. She can't do it. She's the most programmed, it's obviously ambitious human being in the world. I have no idea how she managed to rise this far in politics because she is just terrible at it. Oh, and can you imagine if she didn't have the mask on and you could really see how fake it is. It's, she loves having the mask on because she can hide some of the fakeness with that mask. You can't <laughs> really tell what she's saying and doing. But yeah, I mean, she's speaking in this case like she's some sort of bystander, like she's still in the Senate and President Trump's the president. We need an investigation. She's supposed to be in charge of the border. I mean, what, are we t what is she talking about? There needs to be an investigation. And again, now all of a sudden, because there's been hurricanes and, and, and things in Haiti, which, by the way, we give tens of millions of dollars to every year, um, all of a sudden now that means that we should just open up our country and all the Haitians should get to come here uh, because they, they've had a hurricane and they've had, they have devastation. They do. They do have problems. There. There's no question. It's a, it's a corrupt society. Uh, they don't rebuild. They get millions of dollars. Um, I, I, don't, I don't blame people for wanting to get out of there, but it's certainly not the, the responsibility of the United States to allow every country that has problems to come here. Because at the end of the day, we're talking about billions of people that really are living in grave poverty around the world. Um, the United States simply yeah. can't take everybody in that has, that has economic problems, or we would simply, we wouldn't have a country anymore. Yeah. Hal Lambert. Hal, thank you so much, my man. I appreciate it. Thank you, Jesse. All right. Listen, we have A.W.R. Hawkins coming on next. He's our Second Amendment expert. So let's, let's talk about guns for a minute. Do you know how to use your weapon safely? I bet you do. Have you trained with your weapon as much as you can afford to with these ammo prices? I bet you have. Where'd you get your holster? Did you walk through the big box hunting store and snatch one up off the shelf? some mass-produced piece of garbage? Why? Why? Did you, get, did you get the shiny brand new car with all the safety features and put the lamest tires on it humanly possible? Go get a custom-made holster from Northwest Retention Systems. And I know everybody points out to me, Jesse, they have the coolest designs. Yes, they do. I, I love that. Don't get me wrong. I love the cool designs. I have a really cool one myself. It has the join or die flags on it from the American Revolution. It's awesome. But I care about quality more. Their quality is simply second to none. I buy all my gear from Northwest Retention Systems. Go to nwretention.com. That's nwretention.com. Use the promo code JESSE. Gets you 10% off. AWR Hawkins, next. Well, he's obviously one of our favorites and one of your favorites. Joining me now is A.W.R. Hawkins. He is the Second Amendment guy for Breitbart. And A.W.R., I have to ask about this article I found. Quote, CNN publishes Chinese state propaganda. The U.S. has higher crime because it lacks gun control. Is it, is it a lack of gun control? Is that our crime problem, A.W.R.? Uh, well, 
Jesse, good to be with you. And no, our problem, when CNN talks about how crime has spread across the country and our cities and this and that, they always leave out the word Democrat. And there's our problem. In, in cities like LA, Chicago, Baltimore, uh, you don't have, historically, we don't have the kind of enforcement that we see in other places. And that's what you have. You have, you have these high gun control areas, but you talk to a police officer out of Chicago and ask them, ask them what happens when they arrest somebody. How long is it? Even if that person uses a gun, how long is it until that person is back out on the street? And that's the kind of, that's really where our problem lies. Our problem lies the lack of enforcement. Uh, it's almost as if Democrats pass gun control in order to create a little bit of chaos that justifies passing more gun control. That's almost what it seems like to me, Jesse. AWR, you know what it seems like to me? It seems like to me Democrats want gun control because they want the freedom to hurt you if you don't comply. I'm sorry if I make that sound really diabolical, but that's what it seems like to me. I don't think anything's off the table now, Jesse. I think the last two months have been incredible. Uh, the last three months, the things we've seen and, you know, the considerations that have been made by the government and uh, by considerations, I mean the plans that they floated to see how people reacted. You know, you look at everything from the debacle in Afghanistan, uh, what appears to be, in my opinion, a lack of sorrow for the loss of military lives. Uh, you take all of that together and nothing you say sounds crazy to me. AWR, let's talk about crime for a moment because I don't like crime numbers. I, I think it's terrible people have to live in these war zones. But isn't the bulk of violent crime in this country from these urban centers where they already have the strictest gun control laws imaginable? Oh, yeah, sure enough. You know, I remember when Trump was in office, Trump said something to the extent of the top 20 most dangerous cities in America are Democrat-run. And uh, the papers, the mainstream papers, went ballistic. Uh, apoplectic and we we ran a story at Breitbart showing that these same papers had listed that the top 17 of the top 20 most dangerous cities 17 of them have Democrat mayors so you know or Democrat leaderships Trump was exactly right and that's the point you're making they already have all of that and because of that they have a ton of gun control but it's not doing anything. Well, all it does is it empowers the criminal, to be honest with you. It's the best way to say it. It empowers the criminal. Are you trying to say the criminals in these cities don't follow these gun laws? <laughs> Jesse, I hate to break it to you, but yeah, the guy who plans on stealing your wallet is gonna wait until he sees you go in a building and walk past a sign that says no guns allowed. He assumes you'll comply. He knows he's not going to and you'll get the drop on you. I, th I think that's a fair way to put it. All right, AWR, I'm gonna show you this video we got from Australia. This is taking place in Melbourne. The Australian video is shocking. And, and, and I'll tell you, this is why, in my opinion, the founders gave us the Second Amendment so we would never have to live in a place like this. What a joke. You're embarrassing. You're embarrassing. You were scaring a child. You're embarrassing. You are trying to make a point. She has done nothing illegal. Stop it. She has her son with her. You're embarrassing. Leave her alone. Can you please not get so close to me? I was so distancing. 
You have come within a metre and a half of me. I've been social distancing. Keep away from me. You just don't want me recording her. She has her child with her. You are disgusting. You are disgusting human beings. She has her child with her. This is appalling. Are you a mother? Are you a mother? Let her. Obviously not an easy thing to watch AWR, but I got to tell you, man, I watched that video this morning. I decided I was going to buy a little more ammo. Right. I mean, there's some disturbing stuff coming out of that, right? That is very disturbing. And you watch it and, and who can argue with what you said, Jesse? I mean, I've seen the police doing things there. I'm pro police to the core. I know you are, but this stuff, I don't oh, understand yeah. how an officer can do this. Uh, and how can an Australian officer do this to a fellow Australian? Uh, man, it, 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 it's like a punch in the gut watching it. At the same time, it's what you say. You know what? Our founders gave us firearms to prevent that kind of overreach uh, and to give us a way to repel that kind of overreach. And you, you always hope and pray it doesn't come to that day. I know every generation has had that hope and prayer that that never happens. But it is a reality that we have firearms so we can be a free people. And uh, it does separate us from other countries. You wrote a piece, by the way, recently that said nearly half of the first-time U.S. gun buyers are women. That's 3.5 million women becoming new gun owners since January 2019. Now, it's obviously not hard to get me to buy a new gun. I can't seem to walk by a gun store without being pulled in there like some kind of force field. And I know you're probably the same way. I wouldn't say my wife is the same, and yet she just brought up something recently to me. She wants a new gun, even on top of the one she already has. Why? What do you think is prompting these women to come out and say, hey, it's time to arm up? Well, I mean, a lot of them point to the same things that men do, the civil unrest, uh, the threat of unrest, the threat of violence. You know, Jesse, the threat of violence against people just sitting in restaurants, just walking down the street, it's pretty incredible in those Democrat-controlled cities. And also, you know, uh, the papers that have reported on this have listed a lot of people who said they responded uh, because of the climate of the Me Too movement, uh, which, you know, they, they, they say it's their way of preserving not only their life, but their dignity. And so, I mean, it... it it's a great thing in my opinion because you know i've always said whether you're black or white brown or or whatever color you are whatever your socioeconomic standing whatever your gender the second amendment is for you it's our amendment as a people and we need to understand yes it's mine individually but it's also ours as americans so i love to see women coming in throngs to buy firearms for self-defense. I know I covered under Obama during his last two years of his second term, twice as many women got concealed carry permits as men. And so this has been a movement that started to gain momentum that far back. And I believe that the violence we're witnessing in our days just pushed it over the edge where now it's full blown. It's a full blown surge. Women are buying guns as fast as they can. AWR, 
give me some more good news because I got to tell you, these ammo prices are brutal. I just took my son's dove hunting last weekend. I had to go buy some shotgun shells and I won't, I'm not even going to tell you on television what I paid. I'll text you off the air, but I got to tell you, man, I'm working three jobs now just to pay for ammo. Right. Well, I'll tell you, I have a friend in Texas who was uh, texting me a few days ago, can't even find shotgun shells. And uh, so I'm glad you found some, but yeah, I mean, I, I still believe we're going to turn a corner here, but the, at the same time, you know, you had Biden take, uh, I know you wanted good news. I'm listening to myself. This doesn't sound good, but Biden, uh, you know, is taking Russian ammo off the table for at least a year. And that's, that, that now that's rifle and pistol ammo, not shotgun, but that's wolf and 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 some other popular cheap ammos. And those ammos were things people ran to uh, when prices were high. They stocked up on that Russian ammo, and you could get it fairly cheap. Now that's gone. And so someone's going to have to step up. I'm sure someone will. People are, uh, you know, Americans. They're ingenious. They think of things and. Hopefully some ingenuity will come through here and we'll figure out a way either to make some more ammo or a country from which to ship more ammo in. But that's really what I'm looking for. I'm waiting for someone to say, hey, this certain country is going to start shipping now. And once that happens, we'll see prices drop. AWR, thank you so much, my man. I appreciate you. Oh, thank you, Jesse. Great to be with you. All right. We got to lighten the mood next. The insanity, the hilarity of it, you've got to hang on for this one. But first, you know we have an app, right? There's a First TV app. Go get it. You can watch the First live all day long. By the way, it's free. You can watch the First live all day long. You can watch your favorite shows on demand. So if you wanted to do something like watch I'm Right six or seven times a day, and I'm sure that's probably what you want to do, you can do it. Go download the first TV app in the App Store. All right, lighten the mood. Next. We've talked a lot about my sky is green theory recently, and I'm not going to give it to you again. You have to go back to watch yesterday's show or the day before show if you want it. But the whole thing is basically how people, they can be made to believe absolutely anything now. And this has never been evidenced more than coronavirus and the things people believe out there. I know this is a light in the mood segment. And we're going to do light in the mood. But I want, you, I want you to look at this video, this mask obsession in America. And remember, even the nutballs who've gotten, you know, even the nutballs everyone's, are, everyone's listening to now, they're not even telling you the mask protects you. They're saying you wear the mask to, pre to prevent infecting someone else. I mean, people do realize that, right? When you put your mask on little Timmy, you're, you're not protecting little Timmy. Well, here's a video of people dining out. There is, there is simply no way to overcome that level of mental illness. All right, we'll do it again tomorrow.